Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. If during this Advent season you've been asking yourself, what on earth is happening in this world? What are you doing, God? Then I'm sure you're not alone. If you've come here this morning looking for some hope, longing for God to act, to somehow make things right, then today's word, as we've heard, has incredibly good news for you. Because in our passages, we hear of God's plan of redemption for us all. What God has done for us in Jesus Christ. His plan to save us, to redeem and restore us, to give us his very life. And we hear not only what he has done, but why he does this as well. The gospel reading for, this, for today, this morning, the annunciation that comes to Mary from God through his messenger, the angel Gabriel, is stunning and challenges our notion of how we expect God to work. Here is God saying to a young, unwed virgin from Nowheresville, that she will bear the Son of the Most High. Really? Surely this doesn't make any sense. This is the opposite of the power moves that we would make as God. Mary, as the choice of God, turns our notions of power on its head. God chooses to work out his salvation plan in ways that look completely impossible to us. Here, in this announcement of the coming incarnation, is the mystery of Christ to be made flesh and enter into human history. God himself, coming to dwell with us, to take on our flesh and become fully human, was the plan for salvation that began way back in creation when in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And it will find its completion at the second advent, which we look towards when Christ comes again in glory at the end of time. The series of claims that the angel Gabriel makes about this Christ child shows that all along he was the long-awaited fulfillment of all the Old Testament promises and prophecies. He is the culmination of the biblical story that passes from Eve at the creation through Sarah with the promise of the blessing to come, to arrive here with Mary. God works through a promise because nothing, absolutely nothing, is impossible for God. These incredible promises that are told to Mary and to us Establish Jesus as the long-awaited Messiah. In our text, the angel says, his name will be Jesus, which literally translates from the Hebrew as God saves. This harks us back to Moses, who led the Israelites out of Egypt, but didn't get them through the wilderness. You will recall it was Joshua, his son, who got them to the promised land. Well, here now, Jesus 
is the new Joshua, who is going to take his people, you and I, all who believe, into the promised land. To the new kingdom, where he will have the throne of his ancestor David and reign over the house of Jacob forever. The announced son of the Most High is no ordinary baby. He is fully divine, conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, the perfect image of God, the one towards all the former revelation is leading and in whom it is fulfilled and finds its meaning. Yet his saving grace will come to us through a baby born of an ordinary woman and all so that God can embrace our fallen nature in its totality. He will take on our DNA and live our human existence all the way from the womb to the tomb. Every step of our existence is known by God, and it is the providence of God that works through our lives to make us and continue to make us a new creation. So why? Why does God choose to do this? Well, listen to his words spoken over Mary and us today. They say, you are favored, highly favored. And what is favor? It is nothing less than the blessing of the Lord, his unmerited grace towards us. How can it be, she and we ask, because the promise of the absurdly wonderful gift of grace is only grasped when we understand, as Mary does, that we have nothing to offer the God of our salvation. This is all God's choosing, all God's doing, God's effort alone. Jesus Christ is the one-way love of the Father. God has and is making the impossible possible. You see, friends, we are loved, known, seen as we are, even at our wit's end in a pandemic, terrified of death, broken down by life and all its worries. The impossible grace of God sustains our very lives whether we recognize it or not. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son. We are loved and when that sinks in, all hope is ours. With the incarnation, we have what the Gospels profess, what we will declare in a few moments in the Nicene Creed, that Jesus is true God from true God, light from light, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through the incarnation, God has reached into our sin-laden existence to establish once again the true relationship between himself and humanity. Jesus himself is the kingdom of heaven, the new Adam, the one who will reverse the curse of the old Adam and sets us free through the forgiveness of our sins. C.S. Lewis puts it like this. In the Christian story, God descends to reascend. He comes down down from the heights of absolute being into time and space, down into humanity, 
down to the very roots and seabed of the nature he has created. But he goes down to come up again and bring the whole ruined world up with him. So where does that leave us? Well, like Mary, we too say, let it be, and sing out in praise, knowing that nothing is impossible for God, for we too now share in God's very life. The world, as Sarah did, laughs at God's ridiculous grace, but we trust our Lord who is a promise keeper. In faith this morning, through the bread of the Holy Eucharist, we receive our Lord who has died and risen and who will surely come again for us. You, me, all of us are also this morning blessed and full of grace. So rejoice, O favored ones, for the Lord is indeed with you. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.